Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, we all get caught up in our day, right? You get these what I call stresses. Well, everyone calls them stresses, right? You know, you got these commitments you have to do or work things that need to get done, and you never quite seem to get all your work stuff cleared away, do you? You always seem like there's a pile that you leave for the next day or you take it home with you, right? And then you have commitments with friends and with work and business, and you name it, you got all these things that you need to do that you chase around. And if you have kids, at the end of the day, your day after work doesn't stop. You start chasing after your kids. Then you got to pay your bills and you have all these income problems and, you know, all these things that just push on to you and drive your day and they become stresses. When I was in this near death experience, all I could think about was my wife and my unborn child. I didn't care about anything else. I didn't care about that job. I didn't care if it ever got done. I didn't care about paying my bills. I didn't care about planning my friend's bachelor party that night. I didn't care if he ever got married. I didn't care about nothing other than my wife and my unborn child. What I found out is everybody's story starts out the same way. On an average, ordinary day. You know, you don't expect to wake up and all of a sudden your life change. But it does from time to time. And we don't have the tools quite often to deal with it when life hits you that hard. I was in technically what's a chemical fire. So the chemical burnt at the properties of of that thinner, which was 1500 degrees Celsius. To give you an idea, that is just over twice the heat of the average house fire. That house, that fire was so hot that even firefighters, fully geared, would not have entered that house because it wouldn't have protected them. When the fire started, I had no clue what was happening. All I knew was just a second ago, this was a normal house and now I am engulfed in flames. I sprung up from my knees and I reached out and grabbed onto the front door handle and I pulled with all my strength. That loud whistle I heard just prior to the fire, that was all the air being pulled in the house to feed the fire because it required a lot of oxygen because it was going to be the entire room that ignited. So it was pulling the air in through all the cracks in the doors and the window seals and that's what created the whistle. But it also created a pressure difference and sealed the door shut. And I'm a strong man. I'm six foot two right now, roughly 220 pounds. Back then, I was used to carrying buckets of glue and toolboxes and rolls of carpet on my shoulder. I can promise you, I was a strong, strong man. And I didn't have the strength to break that seal. But I had no clue what was happening. Honestly, this door was opening just fine a second ago, and now it's not opening at all. 
So I just let go of the door handle, I turned to my right, I ran through the hallway, past the half bathroom and into the laundry room where the garage entry was. Was everything fire at that time? Everything's fire and the entire area I was working. It's the fumes that were burning. So the entire room, the area was filled with fire. It took me years to figure this near death experience out. And I'm so thankful that I remember everything I went through because I've been able to go down and dissect deeply what was truly occurring. When I figured out this near death experience, I consider it to be the greatest message I have worth sharing. In that moment, I thought about my wife, Tina, and she was four months pregnant with our first child. I thought about how I was never going to hold her again, kiss her, take her on a date, have dinner with her. And I was never going to know if I had a boy or girl, what color their hair was going to be or their eyes, what their name was going to be. I'd never throw ball, play catch, teach them sports, walk them down an aisle, take them to school. I was going to miss everything. What I learned in this moment is those were my last thoughts on this world. And if they're my last thoughts, I'd like to consider them to be probably my most important thoughts. Interesting. It, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but, you know, you when you think about what truly matters in life and, and you just question and you think about money and you think about all these little things and then you get caught up, like you're saying, in your whole your whole day to day. But then what what does really matter is what comes to you in those those final moments. Uh, super powerful. It ultimately was the thoughts of my wife and my unborn child. They, they gave me the strength I had to try again for them. So I rose up from my knees and I grabbed onto that screaming hot door handle and I gave that door everything I had. And that door opened. Now what ended up happening was I didn't gain superhuman strength, although I am a religious person. And in my presentations, I'll say God gave me the strength. It's like, honestly, no, it's science. This is, it's a, it's a completely scientific answer. It was a chemical I was pouring on the floor that was now evaporating and turning into fumes. It was a limited source. No one's adding more chemical to the fire. So in 20 seconds, which is what I figured the time it took for me to go to this point, in 20 seconds, those fumes were burning off, they were dissipating, which meant the pressure difference was also decreasing. And I now had the strength to open that door. Okay, yeah. When the door opened, I could see sunshine. The overhead door to the garage wasn't installed yet, and I just leaped into the garage. When I did that, back then, the home builders had told us to throw all our garbage into the garage. So when I landed in that garage, this is all construction garbage. This is two by fours and nails and screws and siding and shingles and all the flooring I just removed soaked in the ex exact same chemical. And I'm on fire now. My body's physically burning. When I hit that garbage pile, I ignited the second fire. Oh my gosh. But I honestly didn't care. My escape was right there. I have a YouTube channel. It's mostly focused on safety awareness stuff. But I have in there one video I call it the list of lasts. And this is when I realized, like I tell the audience, that was the last time I could run. Last time I could interlock my mm -hmm. fingers and make a fist. Last time I looked normal. Last time I felt normal. We've all made our lists of first, and a list of first is a great, it's a fun list to make, right? Like, first time I went on a date, or first time I kissed somebody, first time I got an A, first time I got a trophy, first time I drove a car, you know, all these things are the first time. Those are exciting lists to make, and they're fun lists to make. But if you get injured and your life changes really quick, you go through some kind of trauma, you get to make a different type of list. 
And it's the list of lasts. Last time my friend called me. Last time my spouse told me she loved me. Last time I had a spouse. Last time I could run. Last time I felt confident about myself. That's not a fun list to make. Hmm. And it honestly, it's so easy to prevent that list. When you get those gut feelings, you know you're being doing something you shouldn't be doing. Stop and assess what you're doing. It's not worth the risk. Hmm. Because I can promise you, the amount you lose when things go wrong, is just not worth making that list of lasts. So then instead you ran through the garage and you just got out, you collapsed. Who found you? What happened next? There was a circle gathering around me of tradespeople and she just moved them out of the way. And uh, she was an off-duty off duty nurse uh, She that lived just down the street. And when she heard the explosion, she came running. She was the, probably the first person in my story. I'm so thankful for being there. She, her training kicked in and she did everything she could to keep me calm. She found out I was married and had a baby on the way. She did all she could to keep me there so that I could have a chance to get to the hospital. I can't imagine though how hard it was for her because in that process of her trying to keep me calm, I was literally screaming that my life was over. I was asking her also if my fingers and my nose and ears and everything were still there. And uh, she reassured me everything was still there. And I, you got to imagine, too, I'm naked at this time. The only thing left on me were articles that were made of leather. And that was my leather belt, my work pouch, my knee pads, and my hiking shoes, which is also the areas of my body I'm not burnt. Oh, Those, whatever was made of leather protected the skin. Whoa. Which, um, if I, I had leather gloves in my work truck which I used religiously going to my jobs. But I made a choice that day not to wear my gloves because I knew that I was going to contaminate them so much with glue that I'd have to throw them out. Mm. And I didn't, my employer didn't spend the money on those gloves. I spent $20 on mm. those gloves. But I look at it as like when I examine all the parts that weren't burned and then I look at my hands and knowing I had to hold on to those red hot door handles. I just wonder how much those gloves would have made a difference to my hands. No kidding, yeah. Uh, the ambulance came. It took them 13 minutes to get to me, uh, was, which is long. But at the same time, I'm in the new home industry. These crescents aren't on the map yet. The ambulance actually followed the smoke coming from the house oh, well. to find me. And when they did find me, they came over a catwalk because they didn't know how to get to the cul-de-sac. So they went over a catwalk and the paramedic jumped out of the vehicle and ran to me. I have no idea if the paramedic was a boy or girl. I don't know what color their hair was. I don't know how tall they were. I don't know if they're white, black, indigenous. I don't know anything about what this paramedic looked like. And yet you were conscious this whole time from le the moment leaving the house to them getting there and, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, but when that paramedic knelt down beside me, that look, when we made eye contact, that look of was like, holy shit, you're not going to make it. That, that look was etched into my memory. But that's all I remember about that paramedic, was that look. They raced me off into the ambulance, and then they started taking me to the University of Alberta Hospital. Um, and it was weird, because like I'm used to driving Edmonton. That was my job as a service guy, was to like cut through Edmonton and go around it and you know get to the, all these different houses like multiple times a day. I was sitting, I was lying down in this ambulance looking out the back and 
Every time we took a corner, I knew exactly what street we were on. And yet I needed the paramedic. I was like, how far away are we? How far away are we? He kept a running tally, you know, like 10 minutes and seven minutes and five minutes. And he kept that going until he said 30 seconds. Uh, when he said 30 seconds, I felt a bump and then I blacked out. Hmm. I don't remember being taken out of the ambulance. I don't remember going through the emergency room. My wife actually beat me to the hospital and she oh. was filling out the, the forms to admit me. And that's when she realized how bad it was. She heard the charge nurse say the severe burn is here. And when she heard those words, that's when she knew it was bad. Um, and then they wheeled me right past her. I was covered head to toe in a sheet and she said my right arm was hanging out and it looked fine. Uh, I can only imagine what went through her mind when she saw Actually, that. Yeah. It's like TV and movies have taught me if someone's covered head to toe in a sheet in the hospital, mm. it usually means they're not there. And that was my first image to my wife was he's gone. The reality was is I, my injuries were so severe, they were protecting the public from viewing me. Okay. So it wasn't that I needed to be covered in a sheet. It was that they were covering me so that other people weren't going to be traumatized by what they were going to see. I've come to realize that that 5% the doctor gave me was just a number. He had to give me some number, so mm. he made it really small. Okay. But the reality is, is I really shouldn't be here. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 